As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What up Space Fam, Goals in here for Anime Uproar and today we're going to be talking about the latest and craziest updates in the Demon Slayer story. The fight between Tanjiro and Muzan is underway and it is exciting beyond belief and absolutely insane so stay tuned for that. If you do enjoy these Demon Slayer videos, make sure to smash that like button to let me know. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe and this is absolutely crucial. Hit that notification bell because if you don't, you will miss future Demon Slayer videos. If you want crucial updates on the new Demon Slayer movie and if you want to help decide what videos I make next, make sure to follow us on Instagram at AnimeUproar. You can find the link in the description. There will be spoilers in this video. I am talking about the latest chapter, chapter 182 after all. Now without further ado, let's jump into one of the most intense and craziest chapters ever. I'm not going to lie, this is one of the best and most hyped chapters in Demon Slayer in my opinion. We start out where we left off last chapter. Tanjiro and Giyu are facing off against Muzan. We have some nice colored pages, which is perfect because this is arguably the most important moment in the manga. The talking has been taken care of in the last chapter, now is the time for action. We are told that standing in front of a being with such cold feelings like Muzan causes Tanjiro's hatred to boil up from deep inside his body. Now, this wouldn't be a big deal for everyone, but for Tanjiro, the insanely happy, gentle, and kind-hearted dude, this is significant. It's like when a tough jerk cries in anime. When Tanjiro is angry, you know it's a big deal. And you can't even blame him for losing his cool because Muzan is the main antagonist who is to blame directly or indirectly for the deaths of Tanjiro's family and friends. He also turned Nezuko into a demon. It's all been leading up to this, so it's no surprise that Tanjiro has trouble keeping his cool. For the first time, he gets a chance to fight and possibly stop the being responsible for all of his suffering and the suffering of many, many others. As we're told early on in the chapter, Muzan cannot be killed even if his neck is cut. He has gone beyond that. He is almost immortal. Almost. He is still vulnerable to the sunlight. The sun can still kill him, which is why he's after Nezuko, the only demon that has become immune to the sun. At this point, it seems like there is no way for Muzan to be defeated. After all, they are in Upper Moon 4 Nakime's Dimensional Infinity Fortress. There is no sunlight available here, and Nakime can in theory make sure that Muzan never exits this safe sunless environment. So yeah, at the beginning of this chapter, Muzan seems straight up invincible and unbeatable. Tanjiro thinks to himself that they have no choice 
place but to wait for everyone to arrive as Kiria directed. They have to stall Muzan until the sun comes up, so they can hopefully get him out of the fortress somehow and beat him. They also have to find out any useful information they can about Muzan and deliver it to everyone else. Tanjiro is not delusional, he knows that the best he and Giyu can do is survive until the others arrive, and then that is when, according to him, the real fight will start. I really like this about Demon Slayer, it's not uncommon in shonen anime that you have OP main characters regularly taking on multiple opponents and eventually beating them. But almost every fight in Demon Slayer has been dependent on teamwork. It's almost always multiple weaker Demon Slayers fighting against one stronger demon. It's almost never a matter of one character just becoming strong enough to kill the strong opponent on his own, like Goku vs. Frieza. It's always this well thought out group effort that results in a Demon Slayer victory. Usually they win without any individual character actually becoming stronger than the demon they just defeated. This is what makes the fight so epic and interesting, and that is why we know that this Muzan fight against all of the strongest pillars and demon slayers is going to be amazing. The fight begins with Muzan using his crazy tentacle-like arms to attack the two demon slayers. Keep in mind, he still has that calm face he had during the last chapter. He seems bored and assured of his victory. Muzan's arms have crazy reach and speed. As Giyu says, his arms are like extremely fast flying blades. Giyu uses lull, but obviously that won't completely protect him from Muzan if it couldn't even protect him from Akaza. Tanjiro is having trouble following the arms with his eyes, so he has to try sensing them through his sense of smell. He succeeds in getting close to Muzan and even dodges his next attack. It seems like he's finally making progress and then something shocking happens. Just as it seems like Tanjiro is going to land a significant hit on Muzan, just as he thinks it is possible for him to avoid Muzan's arms, he gets slashed in the right eye. I could barely believe this when I read it. It is not common for a protagonist to lose his eye, but this cut looks deep. It looks like even if Tanjiro survives this battle, he's going to have a one-eyed Zoro look for the rest of his life. This hit drops Tanjiro to the ground. He has to be saved by Giyu, who tells him not to close the distance. He reminds him that they don't need to get in there and that Muzan's strength can't be compared to an upper moon, even the strongest ones. Giyu mentions that there's no cover. They are completely at risk. Muzan is calm as ever. He's dictating the battle after all. He asks if they are waiting for the sun and reminds them of what we already know, that the sunlight won't reach into the fortress. He asks if they really think they can manage that with just three pillars. This is a surprise because there should be more. Gyomei, Sanemi, Giyu, Mitsuri, and Iguro. Why did he say three? Then he says that Mitsuri, the love pillar, and Iguro, the snake pillar, are dead. They've already been killed by Upper Moon 4. Remember that Muzan is connected to his demons, and he can see what they see or even what they are thinking. We even see visions of the two pillars and they are completely out of commission. It wouldn't be the first time that pillars have died, so it actually seems possible. However, this immediately seemed like a genjutsu to me. It had to be some kind of illusion. I didn't know how they managed to do it, but it didn't seem real. After all, we were constantly told how Upper Moon 4 was annoying, but pretty much harmless, and there is no way that Iguro, the snake pillar, would die without showing us what he's got. So I was hesitant to believe this, but there isn't much time to think about it because the epic fight ensues. As we've seen time and time again, demons are at a huge advantage compared to demon slayers because they can regenerate quickly from wounds while humans cannot. This is why Tanjiro tells himself to not get his ankles cut, because that would put him and Giyu at risk. One proper slice of the ankle, which would be nothing to a regenerating demon, could put him out of commission 
for good. So Demon Slayers have to be way more careful than demons. Even though he's trying his hardest, Tundra is having more and more trouble. It's hard for him to judge distance with just one eye. So again, he needs to rely on his sense of smell. He tries to access the see-through world again, but he doesn't succeed. According to him, Muzan's attacks are too fast and Tanjiro can't keep up. He even runs out of breath, the worst thing that could happen to a demon slayer. Then, to make matters worse, Tanjiro hits into a wall. He was so preoccupied with the fast-moving arms that he didn't notice his surroundings. Gyu screams, he thinks it's all over for Tanjiro, and remember that's a big deal for him. This bromance goes way back. Gyu helped Tanjiro when he was helpless and even staked his own life for Tanjiro and Nezuko. That's how much they mean to him. And now it really seems like it's all over. Tanjiro even thinks that it's no use. But then, Mitsuri comes in, breaking through the wall, yelling knock it off. She is adorable as always. Muzan is shocked that she's alive, as is Giyu. She gets a direct hit on Muzan, but Muzan is completely fine. Mitsuri is shocked when her attack has no effect. In fact, according to Mitsuri, she's never been more shocked in her life. We get a hilarious illustration of her freaking out, which offers us some much-needed comedic relief at this point. Then we jump to Iguro, who is protecting Tanjiro and looking as cool as ever. He tells Tanjiro that he'll just get in the way and that Tanjiro should leave. Tanjiro seemingly ignores his comment and just says that he's so glad that Mitsuri and Iguro are alive. Iguro tells him to focus on himself rather than worrying about others. Which makes sense since he does seem to be in the worst condition right now. Muzan is so surprised that the two pillars are alive, even though he's seen them die, that he loses his cool. Remember how calm he was before? Well, the tides seem to be turning because now his face is full of emotion. He's mad that Nakime failed him and that he was misled. Then we jump to Nakime who is being genjutsued by Yushiro himself. This was an amazing moment for me. Yushiro was so angry after Muzan killed Tamayo, the most important person in his life. I said in that chapter review that I really hope he plays a part in defeating Muzan, but even as I said that, I had no idea how he would come in handy during a fight against such a strong opponent. And now that he has taken control of Nakime's mind, I think it's the perfect way for him to get his revenge against Muzan. After all, if you really think about it, Nakime is Muzan's only weak spot. He is invincible inside this Sunless Fortress, but the Sunless Fortress is only available when Nakime is doing her thing. Now that Yushiro is manipulating her vision, the Demon Slayers can use Nakime's OP abilities for themselves and turn them against Muzan. As Yushiro says to Muzan, he committed the greatest sin in this world when he took Tamayo-san away from him. This guy, who is way weaker than Muzan, even claims that he'll make the Demon King of Pop kneel in regret. What a freaking boss Yushiro turned out to be. The mangaka did an amazing job with his character. Tanjiro realizes that the whole fortress is bending, and Yushiro, with tears and anger in his eyes, vows that he will drive Muzan above ground. That's the end of this chapter, and what an amazing chapter it was. In theory, now Yushiro will be able to use Nakime's teleportation ability to send Muzan outside of the fortress. Then, Muzan will no longer be safe from the sunlight. It truly is an amazing twist. I love how things have completely changed over the course of one chapter. We went from a calm Muzan completely wrecking Tanjiro and Giyu, who were both freaking out. Tanjiro even appears to have lost one eye. The two pillars, Mitsuri and Iguro, were supposedly killed, and Tanjiro was just about to get killed, and that's when everything flipped. They went from seemingly no hope to a clear path of defeating Muzan. The two pillars showed up, Yushiro took control of Nakime, and most importantly, Muzan lost his cool, which was amazing to see.
no matter how small, he sees that there's a chance of him losing now, which is why he's no longer completely calm, cool, and collected. I love how even when things seemed hopeless for Tanjiro and Giyu, they kept fighting. Even when they had no idea how they would get Muzan into the sunlight, they still continued to fight, trusting that a path would reveal itself eventually. That's a great lesson for life. Even when we don't know exactly how we're going to accomplish a huge goal or dream, if we just don't give up and keep working on it, eventually things will pop up that we didn't foresee and they will help us get to our desired destination. As Paulo Coelho wrote in The Alchemist, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. Obviously, you need to put in the work, have patience and perseverance, but if you do all that, then you'll find that things pop up to help you exactly when you need them. In this case, Tanjiro kept fighting and trusted that the universe would provide and that came in the form of Yushiro's amazing Genjutsu. Similarly, at the beginning of this year, I made it a goal for this channel to hit half a million subscribers before the end of the year. I wasn't sure exactly how we'd get more subscribers this year than we ever got before when I wrote down the goal, but I trusted that my brother and I could find a way to accomplish this. And as of now, we're already over 550,000 subscribers, and it's not even the end of the year yet. It was the same when we just started taking YouTube seriously, and we decided to turn it into a full-time job, even though we only had about 600 subscribers and were making $0 from it at the time. If you want to achieve a goal, I've found that you need to put in the work, exercise patience and perseverance, and trust that the universe will help you out along the way. That is what Tanjiro did, and as we can see, it paid off gloriously. The fight isn't over, but Muzan seems a lot more vulnerable now than he did at the beginning and middle of this chapter, that's for sure. And that is it for this one, a chapter review complete with some life lessons to boot. Thank you so much for watching and for supporting this channel. Everything we've achieved here would not have been possible without the Space Fam, which is what I like to call the community we've built around this channel. If you did enjoy this video, make sure to smash that like button to let me know. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe, and this is extremely important. Hit that notification bell so you actually know when the next video comes out. For more Demon Slayer content and crucial updates about the new movie and seasons, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeUpRoar. A big thank you goes out to our patrons over on Patreon who help make videos like this one possible. I especially want to thank our pro hero tier patrons, the one and only Gilgamesh, Baby Ray, Nothing But A Fan, Jason Wilson, King Zeldris, Fiddy Dollar Beat, Anatoly Kazatsky, TJ Nathaniel, and Alpha Dio, and are the one tier patrons, the ones who stand atop all clans, Steven Ingrata, Alola Nottem, MaddieMac239, Makota-kun, and the world. If you enjoy our work, you can support more of it by going over to patreon.com slash animeoproar and becoming a patron today for as little as $1. If you do so, you'll get your name featured in future videos alongside these amazing people right here, and you'll even get access to our private patron-only Discord. So check out patreon.com slash animeoproar, link in the description if you're interested. You can also now join the YouTube channel and support more content that way if you prefer. Thanks for everything, and until next time, see us, Space Cowboys. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 